talk about Flo. How would she describe herself in five words? Well, in five words! Oh my god, I thought three words was easier. <laughs> five! Oh, there's only so much I could say about myself. Five. Um, honest. Loyal. Uh, committed. Uh, courageous. And ooh, always um, always determined. I'm a very determined person. <laughs> When I want something, I want it. So, yeah, five words. Five words to describe myself. Share something your readers wouldn't know about you. <laughs> something about something my readers wouldn't know about me. Then my readers wouldn't know about because no, because I'm so honest. Like people can ask you whatever, and I'll tell them. That's like, this, and that's like a really bad habit. I'll just I'm like I'm like an open book. Like people, whatever they want, I will tell them. Um, something they don't know about me though, probably the fact that I am absolutely petrified. And I say petrified. Like I am petrified on a whole nother level. I am petrified of uh, insects. Like the big ones, like spiders and cockroaches. Like whenever I see them, you'll just see me scream in a way that everyone knows there is a bug in that location. It's like it's like a very distinctive scream. I'll just run. So my fear of cockroaches and insects. No one knows this about me except for the people who live with me at home. Well, let's see another poem. Another poem. There's only so many poems I have that are not published. So, this one's called A Personal Misunderstanding. Um, I wrote this poem when I started to really understand that maybe my perception of love was not the definition of love. Maybe, um, maybe I had always imagined love to be something that it wasn't. And I kind of realized that I just didn't know what it meant, and I felt like I needed to apologize to love. So this is how I apologized to love in a poem. So I said, Love, for so long I believed that I understood you, perceiving you as one of the most passionate emotions one can feel towards me, towards him, towards you. Perceiving you as one of the most passionate emotions to be able to share unconditionally, endlessly, and I was wrong, undeniably. I am very sorry. How would you define love, Flo? How <laughs> would Flo define love? Flo does not really know how to define love, but she has to be very honest with you. Flo knows that love is one of the most strongest, is the most, yeah, the most strong emotions there is. It's the most beautiful emotion there is, and I always tell people to always love because it's a it's a lot more beautiful than hating. Like, why should you hate when you could just give love? I think love is one of the most beautiful things that God gave us to be able to give to other people and to also give ourselves. But sometimes we just need to realize that. You know, as much as we want to love other people and love and just constantly give it, we can never be able to give that efficiently until we love ourselves first. So what is love? Love is a very powerful emotion that can do so much in this world, 
But where does it really start? It really does start with us. It starts from within. What is home? Home. Home is where the soul is. Where your soul is, is your home. Our soul, wherever we go, is where home is. But where is my where is my home? Is where my soul is. My soul is in my body. It is in me. It is who I am. It brings out who I am. That's how they always say it's important to stay connected with the soul, the mind, and the heart, and your body all together. Because ultimately, we are just our bodies is just like it's like an instrument for our souls. Our souls is within us, but our body isn't ours. Our soul is ours. That's my definition of of a home. My home is where my soul is. Always will be where my soul is. What makes you angry? Makes me angry. You know, unfortunately, for a lot of people, as much as people want to know, um, I'm actually known amongst a lot of my friends to be the last person who gets angry. I don't really tend to get angry because I feel like anger is just such a painful and exhausting emotion to feel. It's just like. There's no purpose in being angry. Just <laughs> sometimes we just really need to accept things and be okay with things and just kind of move on with it. So um, I don't really think anything does make me angry. Essentially speaking, so what makes you mm, happy? What makes me happy is being able to bring happiness to myself. Because I mean, although it is selfish. Although it is selfish, if you're not happy with who you are, it can be difficult to give that to other people. Now, there is a point in my life, and I'll always say that this is the common answer I get because this is also a true answer. I used to always tell people that I still do tell people that what makes me happy is seeing the happiness of other people. Because when you see them smile and you see them growing and they're thriving and they're really pushing forward. It is just such a beautiful thing to witness, and for you to sometimes be a part of that, it sometimes just fulfills you to know that you have, in somewhat way, caused that to happen. But what I also realize is that, as beautiful as it is, and as fulfilling as it is, to see other people be happy and to kind of take a lot of happiness from that, and take a lot of happiness in knowing that the people that you love and the people that you care for are happy. Sometimes we also need to give that to ourselves and really appreciate ourselves because if we're not happy with ourselves, sometimes it just becomes really hard to keep moving forward. In your opinion, what is the best feeling in the world? The best feeling in the world: peace and acceptance. Acceptance and peace—they are the two most beautiful feelings in this world. When you kind of, honestly, it's just such a beautiful feeling. I remember the first time I felt that with myself. It was just like I actually cried. It's just like this feeling of. All the weight in the world leaving you, all the pain and all the sorrow that you're feeling just goes away because in that moment you had learned to accept who you are. You had learned to accept yourself. You had learned to accept what you had gone through, and you are now ready to grow within that because you are at peace with yourself. So the most beautiful feeling in this world, 100%, and undeniably, is peace and acceptance. I haven't seen you struggle in any question until now. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm very glad. It's nice to know I haven't struggled with questions yet. How does your body express your emotions? 
My body expressing my emotions. I think a lot of people can tell that, um, I think a lot of people can tell when I'm going through a tough time because of my motivation. When I'm going through a tough time, I tend to get very motivated, like demotivated. You will not see me do as much physically. You'll not see me want to move around physically that much. You'll not see me wanting to go out for exercise or walks or just to do anything. You'll often find me wanting to stay in one place, which is at home, in my room, kind of isolated from the world. So how do I know physically if I'm mentally not okay? I physically know I'm mentally not okay when I start to find myself being unable to kind of have myself do things that I thought I was able to do, such as exercising, dancing, moving around, um, you know, convincing myself to go down and have a full meal. And when I started to find myself not being able to do all these things, that's when I know that mentally something isn't right. And I need to really sit with myself and reflect with myself and, under, and kind of understand what it is I'm going through. Are your looks that important to you? No. <laughs> the Honestly. straight answer, no. Honestly, no. Um, I definitely know for a fact that there was a period in my life where I really cared about my appearance. I was very like into diet. I used to diet a lot. I lived for dieting at one point in my life. I used to diet a whole lot too. Um, that was because of something that happened to me in high school. I used to be a swimmer. So when I was once told that I wasn't thin enough to be a swimmer, that really kind of set me off. So I started dieting. I started trying so hard to change my body and the way I looked. And that didn't result in anything good. On the contrary, it resulted in the most negative thing, my mental health. You know, collapsed. I was basically bulimic. Um, I was going through an extremely tough time, and that was when my social anxiety was at its peak. It was just horrible. By the time I got to university, and by the time I had to, you know, go through what I was going through at university at the time was, which was a lot of discrimination by my own, or being judged by my own, or just being bullied quite a bit here and there. Um, I started to, to kind of sit with myself and realize that if people are not going to accept me, that shouldn't matter because as long as I accept me in the way that I look and the way that I am, that is ultimately enough. That is ultimately okay because at the end, I need to be who I want to be. And, you know, me just not caring about being maintenanced all the time and straightening my hair and wearing makeup and looking pretty and dressing up all bougie. I mean, that's who I am and I love that about me. I love <laughs> being this very low maintenance person but still being able to kind of push through and be myself and feel beautiful in my own skin and in my own personality and kind of follow my own agenda. Can you describe a time you have felt self-conscious due to uh, portrayals of body image in A hundred percent. Honestly, like, I'm going to be super honest. Like, you know, and I, I count how many times you said honestly in the, in the interview. Like, honestly, can you do that for me? Can you, I, <laughs> I need to know how much I say it too because I find myself saying it a lot. And like every time I say it, I always follow with something super raw and super like out there. So I would love to know how often I do this nowadays. I, I would, it would be a privilege to know how much I do it nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> but um no um I, I can't think of a synonym now i have to be super see now i'm super conscious about how often i say that word um maybe the last time i was very self-conscious about my body no since it's uh 
But um, no, to answer your question on body image and the last month, self-conscious, I think it's it's definitely a phase because, you know, you have a lot on social media that, you know, kind of sometimes makes you question your body and the way that you look. And I guess that's just the mental battle of, you know, pushing past what social media portrays as the most perfect body. Um, I think the the hardest time I had with it was definitely when I was in high school. Um, I struggled a lot with body image in high school. I didn't really know what was the perfect body shape to be. I was constantly backlashed for whatever body shape I had. with either that I was too skinny, too thick, too not thin, like not thin enough. Um, you know, that used to drive me crazy because it just kind of made me wonder like what it is, what is it, what does it mean to have that perfect body? Over time and, you know, over time of constantly being conflicted with social media and social media's perception of what the perfect body is, I honestly realized, and I realized this honestly just recently, that the perfect body is the body that you have. Your body is perfect just the way it is. Whether you are thick or thin or fat, that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. It's your body. As long as you're happy in your skin, that's what matters. The only time, the only time I ever, ever comment on someone's body, on, I, I know it's not right because you should never, you should never do it to someone. It's not cool because no one likes that. Um, when, when you are concerned about someone's health, I guess that's when you kind of say, well, how are you feeling? Do you feel physically okay? Like, um, like, how are you physically feeling? Have you been struggling? If someone says, well, yeah, they've been struggling with, like, you know, being able to keep up with exercises because of, like, you know, their heart hurting or they're not able to breathe, that's when you kind of say, well, have you thought of maybe eating more of this? Or have you thought of maybe going out for more walks? And I could always join you if you would like, just to kind of be supportive. Because obviously, you would want to support people who are, I guess, maybe overweight in an unhealthy way or maybe someone who's going through like anorexia or bulimia because you would want them to kind of be healthy and just not physically kind of ruin their health because of what they're going through but apart from that if it's if it's you just sitting there being conflicted about your body because of the way social media portrays the perfect body image please like I think my advice to a woman is just stop yourself just stop just stop looking and just look at how beautiful you really are because the reality of you know the reality of you ever getting to what social media portrays as perfect you're just going to keep hurting yourself and there's no point in hurting yourself because you're perfect just the way you are wow Become a supporter of Gaza Guy Podcast. You can support this podcast with a small donation to help sustain future episodes. Support Gaza Guy through anchor.fm slash Gaza Guy slash support or visit our Instagram page Gaza Guy and click on the link in the pile Gaza Guy from Gaza.